Welcome to a very mindful podcast. I'm your host, Aurelian. In this episode, I will take you through some common misconceptions surrounding mindfulness. I'll refresh your understanding of it, and I'll share what you can truly expect from meditation practice. Let's jump right into it. The first time I meditated, it was a disaster. Sitting down for just five minutes following my breath felt like an eternity of pointlessness. Of course, this happens to a lot of beginners, and it makes total sense. You can't expect to be great at something you've never practiced before. I'm sure the first time you threw a frisbee, the frisbee seemed to have a mind of its own and didn't come close to landing near the person you were throwing it at. Perhaps this is the case for you even today. Or the first time you rode a bike, you thought it was an impossible task. In the same way, mindfulness and its practice, meditation, are skills that develop over time. Yet upon improving, can be more rewarding still than throwing a frisbee or riding a bike. I think a large part behind my initial frustration meditating was that I didn't have the proper guidance or insights into what I was doing and why. Even amongst regular practitioners of mindfulness, there seems to be a high level of confusion as to what mindfulness and its true purpose is in the first place. In the aim of preventing too much frustration for you, I thought it might be helpful to clear the fog on mindfulness so you have a better understanding of what to expect in these coming episodes. First of all, and this may sound odd to you, don't meditate to relax. You might be disappointed if that's the only reason why you meditate. Mindfulness is mainly branded as being a way to relieve yourself of stress. Unfortunately, this draws a dreadfully reduced and misleading picture of what mindfulness truly has to offer. There are truly a million ways to relax. You might as well distract yourself while watching a TV show or Netflix instead of meditating if the purpose is to relax. But this does not highlight the uniqueness or main strength of mindfulness. A good analogy for this unfair branding is as if someone said to you, the main reason to learn how to dance was to reduce your levels of stress. What is hopefully running through your head right now is, that's completely besides the point. The true purpose behind learning how to dance is discovering this world of art and self-expression through physical movement. Feelings of reduced stress are simply a useful byproduct, not the main aim. It's the same for mindfulness. In fact, the true purpose behind mindfulness training is to discover this internal world we call our minds. In other words, it's to learn how to draw your attention on your internal state of awareness, and then given enough practice, learn how to influence them. And again, it is true that mindfulness training often leads to less stress, but it has far wider ranging benefits than this. Mistaking mindfulness for stress reduction is to radically underestimate its impact. The second misconception is to do the opposite, to overestimate mindfulness. Now, don't get me wrong, I consider it the most important skill I've learned in my adult life, and it has proven significantly beneficial for thousands of years. Yet, mindfulness isn't supposed to solve all your problems. You can't meditate all your troubles away. Again, that isn't the point. Mindfulness isn't about lying to yourself 
or ignoring your feelings. It's the opposite. It's about paying closer attention to them. It doesn't replace important areas in life. It complements them. It doesn't ask you to pretend to feel good. It's about recognizing what is already within you. The stark truth is that even if our lives are perfect, we can and often are utterly miserable. And the opposite is also true, that with a modest life, one can be immensely happy. So it's not what you see necessarily, but the color in which you see it that mindfulness can alter. Let me ask you a question. What is it like to be you right now? Maybe just a second ago, you were paying attention to my voice and to the thoughts that were naturally arising as I was speaking. And now all of a sudden, your attention has been shifted to yourself. Perhaps you don't quite know how you feel. The truth is that most of the time, we are so focused on the outside world that we completely forget to tune in with ourselves, like a light tower illuminating the boats floating on the sea, but never focusing on itself. Mindfulness is about paying closer attention to what it's like to be you in this moment. It's about realizing how distracted and all over the place the mind is when left on its own. Partly, this is because humans, for the longest time, had to continuously solve problems in order to survive. However, the modern human lives in abundance, not in scarcity. Therefore, we need to learn how to chill the hell out, to put it bluntly. When is the last time you took a moment to yourself and did nothing? So much of our lives is centered around doing more. But this is where the next key to mindfulness lies. Mindfulness is not about doing more, it's about doing less. When we practice together in the next episode, I will ask you to pay attention to your breath. But instead of forcing yourself to search for your breath and not let yourself be distracted, simply stop, sit back, and look what happens. When meditating, don't try harder, try less. Switch from the driver's seat to the back seat and observe. Let go of all effort and just observe what arises in your mind. Everything you need is already there lying before you. You only have to look. Moreover, there's a lot of freedom when meditating. You don't have to be sitting cross-legged on a cushion on the floor. There is no right or wrong way to sit when meditating. The important thing is to find a comfortable position so you can more easily become aware of sensations whether those sensations are sitting on the floor, or on a chair, or lying down on the ground. You can even be mindful while talking, or eating, and there are indeed meditations devoted to these. Recently, I myself meditated while exercising, paying closer attention to the sensations of running. As mindfulness is about paying closer attention, this can be beneficial in various settings. But of course, when starting out, it is good to have a designated space to build the skill. Also, often the breath is used as an object of attention. This is not a coincidence. This is because it is something that you always carry with you, and when being mindful of it, you can always feel it on multiple parts of your body, whether through your chest rising and falling, or on the tip of your nose. It is therefore good to start with the breath. However, any object or sensation 
can eventually become the object of your meditation, including sounds, emotions, thoughts, or even visual fields. There is no limit to what you can be mindful of. Finally, don't expect it to be easy or even fun at first. Just like physical exercise, in which in the moment it may be hard and later you feel much better, mindfulness is mental exercise. Initially, practicing may not be particularly enjoyable, especially to the untrained mind. You may notice, just like I did when I started, that the simple act of focusing on your breath can seem like an impossible task. There is a paradox of meditation, as Professor Robert Wright puts it in his book Why Buddhism is True. Quote, The problems that meditation can help you overcome often make it hard to meditate in the first place. End of quote. So the more difficult meditation initially feels to you, the more you probably need it. It can be frustrating at times if you don't immediately see the benefits right away. But I promise you, as you practice and develop this skill, you will wonder how you haven't been meditating all your life. If you enjoyed listening to this episode or found it useful, then please share it with a friend. If you're interested in knowing more about the podcast or other projects undertaken by the Center for Innovation at Leiden University, then you can find us under Center for Innovation with the number four in it, .org. So, centerforinnovation.org. See you in the next episode of a very mindful podcast.